Ryan, don't get ahead of yourself. Okay. It's, you know, there's a chance we may never get any merch. True. We may never get merch, but I'm going to look towards a bright future of merch. We are stepping stepping ahead in the future, though, because we recently got a YouTube comment from a nice man. (laughs) Yeah! Somebody random just... Yeah. I, I saw that, and it made my day. Yeah, it made my day too, and that's all it takes, you know. Like, I I don't like. It, it seemed like it was a real person to me, and if you are real and you're listening right now, <laughs> thanks, because we uh, I think we've only gotten like two, two or three comments three. before, and one of them that is there's another comment, but it's clearly like a, a fake thing. It's yeah, like it seems a like a bot thing. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, any real fans that but, are, are listening, just like, you know, that's what the comments section's for. Like, if yeah. if you like it or even if you don't like it, you know, you can say whatever, you know, if you have any suggestions. Because we definitely want to be the people also search for, not just Jacob and Ryan also search yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, that would Otherwise, it would be called jarsif <laughs> jacob and ryan search for and that just yeah, sounds that like sounds shit terrible. that's a yeah. fucking shitty name ryan yeah that's a bad name why would you podcast. ever even suggest that I, anyways if you're a not. fan that's listening out there you know just drop us a little comment on the youtube or maybe on uh, apple Podcasts or google po- i don't know how you you know leave feedback but whatever your uh, preferred platform is for podcasts you know Say hi, and if you don't know how to do that, then just go to our YouTube channel and tell us to fuck off or to <laughs> keep up the good work. Yeah. Or tell us that our audio quality sucks. Yeah, Whatever or, or you tell want. Tell us some something to search for. Yeah, that would be the best. That, at least the most helpful thing. Yeah. Because we want to search for what you search for or what you want to be searched for. We got to increase the SEO results to our searches. Yeah. And, and one we can day, do that with your searches. Yeah, and with with the help of technology and our and and a, and a loyal fan base, we can get the phrase "You gotta have balls in this country" to the number <laughs> one top search result. Even past the book called "You Gotta Have Balls." So you want to just have wait? So you got the search for "You Gotta," and then well, no. If you t- if you search for our phrase "You Gotta Have Balls in This Country," really, the first thing that comes up is this guy's book. He's like a sportsman. Oh, he wrote okay. a book. We're not number. Yeah, we're not number one. Amazon's number one and number two. Amazon's yeah, you, you number gotta one have balls. The kid from uh, Brooklyn or whatever. That's the guy's book. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's wow, you gotta Brandon's... have balls. Jewish Book Council. Mm. Yep. Well, man, I, I I think we're a far away from getting our our result to be the top. Yeah. So we're gonna need a lot more people. To we search. definitely need more help. Otherwise, um, it's gonna make me personally uh, feel feel a little bit salty that our podcast isn't <laughs> going anywhere. Yeah, kind of yeah. salty like how I felt this weekend yeah. when Ryan abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? For his own selfish needs. <laughs> For my own selfish needs and getting heart surgery. <laughs> hey, that wasn't this weekend, okay? This weekend you're recovering. Yeah. And we we could have had a lot of stuff done. You yeah, know, you don't you don't have to you can still podcast when you're <laughs> sitting there not being able to move. 
for, for only like a day. I mean, you could move. It was fine. You just admitted on on our podcast, people also search for that you had heart surgery. <laughs> That's true. That I seems did. like it's big news, Ryan. Is it? Yeah. For, maybe that one guy that left us the comment, he would be, he would be riveted by the fact that you had a health condition. <laughs> yeah, and also still brought fantastic content to the masses <laughs> during said heart condition. Yeah. Uh, I I feel bad. I don't remember the guy's name, but he knows who he is. He's the only one. <laughs> yeah, he's alone in a room yelling, and like he's the one guy, lone guy in the crowd that's yelling for like the opening band. Yeah, I mean you gotta have that guy. Yeah, even if it's a we appreciate guy. it. You know, he's the he's the start of everything. He's the one guy that starts it all. So from him, you know, I I I survived the the heart surgery. And it was it was great. It wasn't open heart surgery. It was minor, and they go in through your crotch, right? Right. Yeah. They just, yeah. They, they go in through your crotch, and the, that's where your main arteries are, dude. I know. And yeah. your legs, they're, yeah. they're big old tree trunks of a of a leg. And I, the one thing I took away from it is that it proves that the way to a man's heart is through his crotch. In a way, that's true. Yeah. Yep. You're being literal. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it was all fine. It was all good. Maybe I'll go into detail on well, it if we have a podcast where we're going to search for it. But interestingly enough, the way my heart is, since my blood pressure is low, I get to have more salt in my diet without any consequences. Because, you know, some a lot of people are like, you got to stay away from the salt. You know, everybody's... Yeah, it's fine in moderation. Yeah, but but... When your blood pressure is low, you can have additional salt, and it brings your blood pressure up to what like normal. So it's it's like it's like almost like magic, in a way, because most people want more salt. I want more salt. I like salty pretzels. I like pretzels and cheese. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not uh, I'm not really in the salt. Like I I don't really add salt to anything. I'll cook with it, but that's about it. Really? So. So when you go out to restaurants, do you like the rest the food at restaurants? Because usually it's a lot more salty than what you would cook at home. Or do you prefer more like no, a home cooked meal with I mean, less salt? Like if I had a uh, French fries that had too much salt, that is way, way, way worse than if they had no salt at all. Like if they had no salt, that's fine. I could just put ketchup on it. But when it has too much, it's fucked. And I also don't like those soft pretzels that has all the hard rock salt on it. Really? You don't like that? Oh, I love no, that. I, I usually brush most of it off because it's just like way too yeah, salty. Sometimes there's like clusters on it. Like, oh, yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah. Also, olives. I don't like olives because they're too salty. Like green olives or black olives? I like Either black olives. Ones. Green olives are a little eh. They're, they're both too salty for me. Yeah, they, I, I mean, like, they are floating in a literal like solution brine. of salt brine yeah of salt what is brine mm. what else would a brine have in it it has salt and what else water <laughs> <laughs> what's in a brine no it's, there's got to be other stuff in there it's like uh, it depends what's something. in the well I, I guess you could put garlic in it but really you just need salt and water right and then you put in an ingredient yeah basic brine for seafood poultry what kind of brine would we would be would we be using? What's the it, saltiest brine? What's... I guess it depends what you're like pickling or whatever. 
I don't know if it's considered pickling. That would be vinegar. So, uh, brining. <laughs> the salty brine.com. <laughs> well, don't forget, Ryan, if yeah. you read anything. All right. Welcome right. to the people, people also search, search for, for where last time <laughs> Ryan lost a very summarily summarily trounced in a round of rock paper scissors and Rochambeau and Jean Campone. He lost all of them. He couldn't he couldn't best I lost me. the same game with different names multiple times. Yeah, and and the deal was that if whoever lost would have to uh because we were talking at the end last time about the the transatlantic accent where everyone makes themselves sound very very important and but you uh, actually just sound like you're being a dingus yeah so uh now since ryan lost anything he reads today he's asked to do in that accent so i just cheated at the beginning cuz I wasn't thinking about it yet because the challenge hadn't been brought up. But now, whenever I bring up a website or... Well, did you read anything already? I read the name of the website. Oh, I no, didn't that's... read... Yeah, I'm talking about if we have to read like, like a, an a passage. A passage. So it'd be like, Salty Brine is the New York-based actor, playwright, and cabaret artist. Anyways, this is where we're going to find the answers to life's greatest questions, including... What is the saltiest brine? <laughs> yeah. Which, no answer, Ryan. No answer. There is not an answer. Uh, Earth's saltiest place uh, well, the, makes the Dead Sea look... Whoa, the most uh, like succinct result we get is, does brining meat make it saltier? Hmm, I wonder. I wonder, too. It probably does make it saltier. Does brining meat make it saltier? <laughs> Some important advice regarding meat succulents. At five. <laughs> All right. So we've got a nice picture of a brine. It's just like a soup. It looks like a soup to me. Yeah. Just a bunch of <clears throat> herbs floating in there. But uh, you've dissolved a lot of salt and also some sugar in a pot with other stuff because you bought a nice piece of meat and chicken and you're making brine. Is the finished product going to have a be saltier because you brined it? Nope. <laughs> Brine Celine content. Celine, like Celine Dion. Yeah, Brine Celine Dion content has nothing to do with how salty the finished product will be. Mm. It's way more scientific than that. Mm. Salinity, which is you're, d- you're, you're going ref- too slow, Ryan. Which is if you're referring to Celine Dion in any way, type of show, way. Way, <laughs> you're not very uh, transatlantic convincing right now. I, so you're saying I need to uh, double speed it? You need to identify right. as a transatlantic speaker. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and st- I'm gonna try and speed it up. All right. You're gonna what? I'm gonna speed it up. Yeah, but what else are you gonna? Do? You're gonna identify. I'm gonna identify as as. Yep. A, say all of it <laughs> as a transatlantic speaker. Mm, yeah really strung together those words yeah we did depending on its strength partially dissolves meats just muscle fiber which is makes it tough making it tender you ever learned in a high school science that salt keeps muscles from contracting 
Uh, that's electrolytes or salt, which ionize in water. Good to replenish your system after a workout. Contract means tough meat and home swollen muscles, but the salt that do it are only absorbed into the meat for a little bit, a little while, and it brings out the natural flavor rather than seasoning it. Oh man, that was a mouthful. I feel like I'm gonna want Ryan to read everything in this episode. <laughs> oh my. Well, you almost read the whole article. I so. did. But maybe but, you should give the give them the actual ending. In addition, the softened meat is able to absorb some of the brine, adding about ten percent more more moisture to the pre cooked product. While twenty percent or more of the meat's moisture can be lost in the cooking, the extra liquid retained by the meat, thanks to the brining, will help baste it internally. Help your beast stay juicy and flavorful. Hmm. Not sure why they had to call it a beast. You know what you have to do after that? You need to figure out which salt to use to mm. finish to finish your brine. I I'm, I want to know which salt to use to go back do to. Do you it. really? I do. Oh, oh, too bad. Page not found. Nobody knows what salt they use. In oh, the that's brine. a disgusting picture <laughs> at the top. It's You're like, right. Do this to clean earwax, and it's like tweezers pulling out a huge gob of earwax. Earwax Ugh. can cause hearing loss and memory loss. Try this simple fix to remove earwax. <laughs> Oh, Sponsored by Ewax Co. All right. Uh, yeah, no, that's just disgusting. I'm going to get that off. I'm going to get that off right now. Yeah, let's get back to basics. See, and... you look up, you try and look up Brian and you end up with the inside of a man's ear. Yeah, let's get back to basics, though, and just uh, search for what is salt. Yeah, because we don't even know what it is. We well, know what it tastes I like. know technically what it is potassium chloride, right? Mm, we'll find out. <laughs> salt food salt is a mineral consisting primarily of sodium chloride you were right jacob nice a chemical oh compa- wait i said potassium chloride oh, oh okay well that's- <laughs> that that's a pretty bad fuck up but uh you know i i had chloride right is potassium chloride what's in bananas uh no it's just potassium uh it's some other type of compound Mm. Search for potassium chloride real fast. All right. Going from salt to potassium chloride. Wow. Oh, it's a metal halide salt composed of potassium and chlorine. Oh, so it is salt too. With chlorine in it? Ew. You don't want to get that in your mouth. Chlorine makes... Have you ever been in like a super chlorinated pool and you get out and your like skin just feels horrible all over? Like yeah. you're wrinkly, but it's also like And you could just smell it. Yeah, like, you can smell it. You you feel like you're covered in chemicals. Yeah, it's that's like, why you usually shower after you swim. Yeah. Everybody remember to shower after you swim and if you're And then if you s- swim in the ocean, then you also known smell as like a salty salt. brine. Yeah. Yeah. So back to salt, Ryan. The ocean itself is a salty brine, dude. Oh yeah, and there's lots of fish in there. Yeah, so I bet if you cook it's a, a fishy, fish right it's there. a fishy brine. Yeah, it's like a giant fish stew where all the fish like aren't boiling so that they stay alive. Imagine if you boiled the entire ocean, and it made a giant fish stew. Yeah, that's essentially what it would do. Yeah, it would, and then like the that would pretty much destroy the earth because everywhere it would smell like dead fish, and it like the everything in the ocean dying up, we'd basically be screwed. Yeah, 
It, it would all be like poisoned and like infected. Well, and I mean, you're the missing. The world would turn into like a bog. Well, you're man. missing this. The biggest point that if the if it was hot enough for the the ocean to be boiling, everything would be scorched and burnt. Like we would die before it even got that hot. Imagine a world where we live in huts that are fire resistant, and the world was so <laughs> hot that the entire but but we were safe because we we were inside of these 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 huts i don't know and we it's... go out and the world is just this completely burned to a crisp chaos where there's just like it's slowly merging with the water that has now become like a grayish tone from all the mold and like dead carcasses of fish that have congealed in there yeah i mean you're starting to sound like uh like the Gorons, like world, like from Legend of Zelda, where it's like yeah. on fire and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, you couldn't actually live there. Yeah, no, you would have you're like... a stone man. Like the, what are they called? The Gorons? Yeah, the yeah. Gor- unless you were like made of stone. But you, but like, imagine having to walk out in that world, like out of like a hut that protected you from the the fire that created it, and you just walk out and like have to live there for like two or three days before you eventually die. That that would just be, that would be a terrible time. Yeah, of course it would. You just like everything's dead, so you can't eat, and then you're just there slowly dying of heat stroke and like hunger. I mean, you could still eat. Yeah, but how would you eat if everything's burned to a crisp and all the animals in the ocean have been dead and like? No, you wouldn't live that long though. You wouldn't live. You would. You. I'm saying walking out into that. So you're there in the moment. Yeah, I don't see how you'd be alive, though. I'm not. It's a hypothetical, Jacob. (laughs) I'm just saying, if you walked out into this. So the hypothetical is, wouldn't that be bad? Yeah, it'd be bad, Ryan. Yeah. It'd be bad. Okay. That's all I needed to know. (laughs) Now I'm salty. (laughs) Yeah, so what is salt? We established it's sodium chloride. You already have the dang tab open, Ryan. I'm forgetting how to search already. I was hitting. Okay, well, the first one, the first one asked, "What? We just discovered something. The images that come up on the right on Google, like the images with what where it tells you what salt is, are different on two of the same exact search. And one of them brought up kosher salt, and the other one brought up just the history of salt. What is going on? Well, I mean, it's a pretty basic thing." Yeah, but so the search results are probably all always changing. It's a constant battle for the SEO results on salt. <laughs> you never know which one's going to be first. You True. never know what pictures are going to come up. It's a battle over here. But what is this battle over? A mineral consisting primarily of <laughs> sodium chloride, <laughs> a chemical compound belonging to a larger glass of salt. Oh, okay. That's that's what it is. And its crystalline mineral, uh, its form as crystalline mineral is known as rock salt or halite. Mm. I hope that's how you say it. Yeah. It's present in vast quantities in seawater where it is the main mineral constituent. Yep. Like we were saying about the ocean. Yeah, the ocean, Brian. Before we started talking about an apocalyptic world (laughs) where everything is on fire. A literal hellscape. <laughs> Sometimes that's where you, your mind goes when you're thinking about salt in a world without it. Like a world without salt would be terrible to me. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. It well, you do need better. salt. Makes... You need salt in your body. 
Yeah, and I, I, I'm thinking, like, you, we need to know, like, how many things use salt exactly? Everything has salt in it. Most things have salt in it. But, like, yeah. what is what are the most, what are the most, what is the primary use of salt? Or the most primary use? What should we search for? I mostly think of salt that you use for food and then salt that you use for the roads when it's, when it's icy. What is salt used for? <laughs> All right. So obviously, oh, here we go. Medical news today. Salt uses effects and sources. Mm. I really like how you read that title that headline ryan oh no hang on <laughs> reverse reverse hang on Wh- what how much salt should i put <laughs> <laughs> there you go everyone needs salt for fluid balance and muscles and nerve function but too much salt is bad for us we here so how much do we need I- i'd hate to be uh Yep. You know, too much of a nitpicky, but, you know, I, I, I believe you need a little bit more speed and a little <laughs> bit higher pitched. <laughs> I don't know how much higher pitched I can go. Ryan, you, I know you can the sing. The human body regulates. No, not that. Uh, I, not a falsetto. Just like the human body regulates. Oh, uh, like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, God, this is going to hurt my voice. Well, I just wanted to be, you know, as accurate as we oh, okay. can. Oh, exactly. okay. We don't want to cheat the people out of, you know, what they want to hear. A transatlantic accent? Yeah. Yeah, that's what all the people want to hear. The human body... Wait. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was too high, I think. The human body regulates how much sodium it contains. Its levels are too high. We get thirsty and drink, and the kidneys speed up the process of getting rid of it. Too much sodium has been linked to kidney stones, high blood pressure, and cardiovascular disease. <laughs> Too little sodium can lead to hype. Oh, God, that's a hard word. <laughs> Hyponatremia and symptoms of dizziness, confusion, muscle twitches, and seizures. Ooh. Most Americans consume too much salt and sodium due to the high intake of processed restaurants and convenient foods. How far should we go in our cutting out salt? What we know is that salt is really sodium chloride. We've learned that before on this podcast. It's 40% sodium, and the rest is chlorine. Mm-hmm. Chlorine. Yeah. Uh, there's some fast facts about salt. Yeah. The body needs salt, but too much or too little can cause problems, as we were saying before. Moderation, Ryan. Yeah. <clears throat> Moderation. Sodium makes up 40% of salt. If a food label lists sodium instead of salt, multiple multiply the answer by 2.5 for an accurate picture of the salt content. Most Americans taking too much salt, blah, 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 75%, blah, 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 processed bag. Excuse me, <laughs> American Heart Association. Good job giving them the information there, Jacob. Really <laughs> thorough. Rec- <laughs> recommend a maximum intake of uh, no more than 2.3 grams or 2,300 milligrams of sodium a day around one teaspoon and preferably no more than 1500 milligrams. whoa you're only supposed to have around one teaspoon of salt a day yeah it's kind of a lot though well like added salt but there's already salt in things and i feel yeah, like that's... but that's that why why would you need more than that because i like like unless trail you... mix and like well yeah if you eat a bunch pub, of pub mix if you eat salty snacks like you might be getting a little bit more but it's probably not so much that it's killing. What you. if you're just eating a bag of salt? 
Well, then you would die because it would dry up all the fucking liquid in your body. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite candy bar? I prefer the salt lick. It's, <laughs> it's, can you imagine like somebody like sitting at a bus stop and they're just like they have like a salt lick in their hand and they start unpeeling its wrapper like a banana and like just start like gnawing at this salt stick. Just... What What is the salt lick for? Like what What do you even use that for? I've heard it's like the word. for horses. Oh, okay. It's like a snack for horses. I thought that was like a joke thing. No. Uh, what's a salt lick? We're pinballing all over the place over here. Salt lick. A place where animals go to lick salt from the ground. <laughs> oh, so that's uh, that's kind of interesting. Like, There's actually like a place where there's salt naturally so, in nature. Yeah, so it's like a geological feature. Yeah, so... I guess animals go there and do it. I thought a salt lick was like a thing you put up at like a horse stable. Well, there probably are like manufactured ones. What is a salt lick for horses? I just want to, I want to, I want to look up. Oh yeah. Yeah. These things. Yeah. It's just like a block of, uh, like natural salt on a rope. Yeah. And halts. I, I know that horses like to lick it. How do you give a... Oh, people also ask, how do you give a horse a salt lick? How do you give a moose a muffin? <laughs> how do you give a horse a salt lick? Be aware. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> Is, Jacob's been shaking his head this whole time because I've been, like, reading... I didn't read, people also ask. <laughs> well, how do you give a horse a salt lick? Well, I'll tell you. Two <laughs> methods for making a salt lick block. Well, uh, number one, you gotta be aware of the possible issues with a salt block. Number two, you got to make the salt block. All right, that's, yep, just make it. <laughs> and then uh, number three, you got to pour 14 pounds of salt, 3.5 pounds of bone metal, 1.3 pound lime, and 3.5 pounds of clay in a large bowl or tub. Number four, you got to remove the excess water from the mixture. And number five, you got to use your hands to mold the mixture into blocks. So that's on a wiki how. Yeah, so that's how you make a salt block. If you really want to, I, I don't think many people would do that as their hobby. There's a lot better things you could be doing with your time, like listening to the people also search for a podcast. But um, I didn't. That's I. I should have read that. I sh that was me. Re that it said that on the website. Yeah, I think it's like abbreviated on the Google result. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so we we learned about the uses of salt. Oh, but we didn't. We didn't learn about the effects of salt. Should we should we tell them what salt does? Yeah, I mean... It does a lot of things to your body. It can do many things to your body. I wonder how much salt is in the body, but we can, we can check that later. Yeah, it says... Um... I'm just trying to avoid having to read. At <laughs> all costs. <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously, but some of it, you know... Some of it I'm going to have to. Yeah, you're, I, I mean, really, I wanted to just kind of read only a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I'll read, I'll read some I, stuff. I need, I just need a break at times. I will read, but they can't handle too much of that at once. Oh, is that right? Please, just be on my side for this, this one time. <laughs> I'll try, but it's not going to be easy. You can do it. Other causes of low sodium in the body include Addison disease, a blockage in the small intestine, ugh, oh, man. diarrhea and vomiting, an underactive thyroid, 
Heart failure. <laughs> Drinking too much water. Burns. Yeah, so like two. I like it's style. just burns. Like it yeah, doesn't it's... say like what kind of burns. Like it's just burns. Like what? Yeah, that's crazy. If I... sodium levels fall in the blood, this affects brain activity. Person may feel sluggish and lethargic. They may experience muscle twitches followed by seizures and a loss of consciousness, coma, and death. If sodium levels fall quickly, this may happen very fast. So, yeah, I mean, you sometimes... Breaking news. In older people, the symptoms can be severe. <laughs> sometimes people get, like, some of those symptoms, and they're just like, oh, I feel like shit. And it's like, they don't know why. It's like, it could be as simple as they just have too little salt. And then also, it could be, like, a blood sugar thing, which is, like, a similar problem. But it's like hey, uh, maybe it's because you, like, don't have any food in your body and you're, like, passing out because you don't have any nutrients. Like, at least take a fucking vitamin or something at the beginning of the day. You got to take it from me. Not having enough nutrients is a horrible, horrible feeling. (laughs) And then what happens if you have too much salt, Ryan? Well, too much salt. Excess sodium intake has been linked to health problems such as osteoporosis, kidney disease, and hypertension, or high blood pressure. Which can lead to cardiovascular disease. Delete. Delete. nuts. <laughs> Got it. It can lead to cardiovascular disease and stroke. Disease nuts. Those are things you don't want. Like, <laughs> you don't want a stroke in your in your daily life for sure. Well, no. I mean, you know, that's why you don't have to eat a bag of salt or a yeah. salt lick. But if you have too too low salt, you go ahead and eat that salt lick. The American Heart Association (AHA). Explain that when there's too much sodium in the blood, it pulls more water into the bloodstream. As a result of blood, as a result, the volume of blood pressure increases. The heart has to work harder to pump it around the body. In time, this can stretch walls of the blood vessels, making them more susceptible to damage. We don't. Okay, so they don't, we don't want damage. Basically, you have too much salt, and there's going to be a ton of damage to your body. Oh, yeah. I wonder if having too much salt or too little salt is worse for you. I would guess too little salt because if it if you have no salt, you're just done. But if you have too much salt, it just, like, increases your blood pressure, which can cause you to have a heart attack. But I feel like... Yeah. I mean, I think you would know if you are, like, dying of too much salt. Yeah, and you could just intake less salt. But, like, if your salt's too low and you have no control over it... Yeah, then you might just pass out. Yeah. And, and then you might die. Yeah, and if you pass out, you're you're not going to be able to get more salt into you. No. At least by yourself. And how are they going to know that that's what you're passed out from? Unless they have you hooked up to some kind of, like, weird hospital machine. <laughs> True. I don't know exactly. An EKG or something. Oh. There's a lot of sources... That you can find salt. Oh, you and didn't want to read the rest of that? Did you want me to? Oh, uh, you don't have to. You know, I just, you know, the people might want to hear it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and I'll read it at super speed for everybody who wants to hear the <laughs> conclusion of too much, too much salt. salt. I'm going to start right here. Too many salts. What? Too In- many salts. <laughs> too many salts. Too many salts. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> like we learned before about the uh, AHA. The AHA urged people to 
consume potassium at the same time in reducing the sodium intake. Potassium is believed to lessen the negative effects of sodium. Sodium has been shown to overstimulate the immune system, suggesting a link with autoimmune disease such as lupus, multiple sclerosis, al- al- allergies, and conditions. <laughs> oh, and conditions. Oh. Not the conditions. <laughs> too many conditions. <laughs> There's too many conditions in here. The researchers have found a bunch of conditions in children who consume salty food and more likely to have surgery drink with it. Oh, a sugary drink with it. Not a surgery. You don't have want to have surgery with your drinks. The combination could increase in... Oh, no. A risk of obesity. That's what comes next. First comes love, then comes marriage, then comes a baby and obesity. <laughs> I heard the stat that in like five years, more than 50% of America will be obese. Whoa, in five years? Yeah, in like 2023 or some shit. I don't know if it's three or five years. It's probably because salt's so good. No, well, not not from salt necessarily, but just because everyone's fat as fuck. Including yeah, me. Well, like, I'm not fat as fuck. I'm just fat. Yeah. <laughs> You're fat and fuck. Not as fuck. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That just means you're cool. I guess. It does. You're you're a real cool boy. Yeah. Anyways, like you were trying to say before, there's lots of sources for salt. We probably know what a lot of those are, you know. Yeah, the picture Snacks is a lot mostly. of things that I've eaten and or recognize. And or, yeah. It's pretty much all straight up just dry snacks that that are you know yummy and delicious i'm gonna say there's one thing in this photograph that concerns me in the bottom right hand corner those look like puffs like cheesy poof puffs i think those are peanuts but they don't have any do you think that these are peanuts it looks like cheesy poofs i thought they were at first glance i thought they were peanuts like shelled peanuts uh yeah no i it they it's like a bowl of cheesy poofs with no cheese on it. But I was thinking, like, what is that? Is it like a salty poof? Like, that's... A that's salty a, poof. Yeah, I don't want a salty poof. That sounds gross. Do you think that would be good? Like, a salt-flavored poof? I don't know. I think they're peanuts. No, I, I'm just, just saying, if they are salty poofs, I'm going to type... I, I need to know. <laughs> What's a salty poof? Oh, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, okay. Uh, man, see, all we have is what does salty mean? That's not what a if that's that's not what a salty poof is. Maybe because it's uh not a real thing that you just made up out of nowhere. I didn't. It was based on the picture that that we found. Mm. That's just what this looks like to me. And it sounds like if that existed, do you think that would be good? Like just no. Like, I already said that sounds fucking disgusting. Yeah, I think I could eat it, but I don't think it would be good because like. You can have a, a plain, like, potato and salt, like, Lay's potato chip original flavor, but you can't have an original flavor cheesy poof. <laughs> there's there's only one flavor of poof. Oh, yeah, cheese, because it's like a cheese puff. Yeah, but, yeah, there's no no one else should be puffed. I This is a little bit uh, different than I would expect, but it says the top six salty foods in the United States according to the HAA, are breads and rolls, cold cuts and cured meats, pizza, soup, sandwiches, and poultry. Which it's funny to me that they put sandwiches on there since the first two are bread and rolls and then cold cuts and cured meats. 
That's like a sandwich. Like that's what. Yeah. And then they had to put sandwiches on there as well. Like, it's literally just a. It's it's number five is a combination of number one and two. It's like way to go, A H A. Like there, you don't even have like. Well, chips on there at all or anything like on the main six salty foods like why if that's a main the whole six, picture is like snacks and chips yeah there's no meat and pizza and soup in that picture like you know well i mean the picture is just from medical news today that the website we're on so you know they fuck they they're the one that fucked up with the the image but still the the top six salty foods is a little yeah from the aha it's that's definitely official. That's definitely a lot different than I would have expected. And it, the order makes no sense too because the first one is uh breads and rolls, but the other one is uh the it's the sixth one is sandwiches, but then when you like combine like sandwiches you would think would be first then because it has bread or a roll and cold cuts and cured meat and it has cheese in it too a lot yeah. of the time. Like, there's way more salt yeah. <laughs> in the sandwich than there is in just bread and rolls or just cold cuts and cured meat. But yeah. those both come before it on the list. I don't know. Maybe they've just fucked up. I don't know. It seems weird, but it also seems weird that the sixth one is poultry. Man, if they think that's salty, it's like they how... should see what a salty poof can do to your mouth. Poultry is more salty than, like... Like, soup, I get. Everyone knows there's a shit ton of salt oh, especially, in soup. like, canned, like, Campbell's soup. Like, it's... Yeah. That's what it's it's... Like one of the most salty things you can get. Like if it's soup, delicious, if soup was the first one on the list, I'd be like, oh okay. And then number six being poultry, like what the, I I never knew that like that it was even a salty like meat in general. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you to have I didn't think chicken. I mean, if you add salt to it when you cook it, but is it naturally salty? Salty? I don't know. You can look for it. Is poultry naturally salty? <laughs> <laughs> is poultry naturally salty? Is poultry... Is poultry nurture served? Wow, that one is... That was a fucked oh, up dang. one. Is per... <laughs> Is poultry nurture shirt? <laughs> That's fucked. <laughs> There's our next meme, Ryan. Is poultry nurture shirt? Gotta get on that one. Is poultry nurture shirt? That's right, everyone. We're bringing back Gersberm's meme. He's uh, <laughs> just for one time only. Nah, probably not. Do it anyway. Yeah. Just start talking like that in your daily lives, especially when you're ordering at a fast food restaurant. They'll love it. I've <laughs> I've definitely like did the Gersberm's voice like in my in the privacy of my own home before, just like talking like it is pretty funny. Like if you oh, try yeah, to talk like that all the time, like eventually you'll come across a phrase that's really funny. Like Oh, like you're just saying things like you would normally yeah. say all day, but like that. Yeah, and then you'll come like you'll come across one that like we just typed. Or is perturing nurture sure to <laughs> Well, we've got the answers here because people also ask. Is what chicken... are... <laughs> yeah, what are is, the answers? Is chicken naturally salty? Oh, we found the answers, Jacob. Raw chicken breast can contain as little as 50 to 75 milligrams of sodium per four ounce serving. But much of the chicken on the market in the U.S. is enhanced, injected with salt solution or broth during processing. Whoa. 
I did not know. Oh my god, the next thing, it, or maybe this is where it came from. The hidden salt and chicken from the Los Angeles Times. <laughs> Man, that sounds so, like, conspiratorial. Ah, uh, one of these fucking things where you can't look at the the article unless you're subscribed because it's like a big publication. Well, sorry, if you want, if anyone wants to read that article, you have to go subscribe to the fucking LA Times. Yeah. But that's fine. We got plenty well, of other stuff where, it's that we okay. can search for. Not quite as classy, but almost as good. The hidden sodium in chicken. I mean, it's pretty much the same as the, the hidden sodium. I mean, we chicken. already established that there's salt that is injected in the poultry. True. We don't need to read a whole article. Unless you want to, Ryan. You can read the whole article. <laughs> I don't know want. if I want to, Jacob. I, in fact, I probably don't want to. Because I know... Where else is... Where is salt hiding besides in chicken? You know, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. It's got to be One time I, I, places. I watched an interesting documentary. It, it might have been like... Uh, uh, I don't know, some like generic like the, like the Earth series or some shit on History Channel, like <clears throat> you know, some basic like geo like geology or like science program, and they were talking about salt and how uh, a lot of it comes from uh, at least in the U.S. A lot of it comes from underneath Lake Erie. Like there's like Wait, a really? giant giant like salt mine underneath Lake Erie. And you can look look at pictures of it, but yeah, the, a lot of salt in the U.S. comes from, from right the here lakes. in Ohio. Well, it's not in Ohio. It's, it touches Ohio. Though. It's above Ohio, and so some of our salts coming and from up, us, and also slightly above like Illinois and the and next to Michigan, Lake Erie salt mines. Oh yeah! Ooh! Wow! <laughs> you're just like, ooh wow and then this, it, it's silence it's because i'm scared to like have to read things i'm scared about 2000 oh, wait yeah about 2000 feet under lake erie 30 miles east of cleveland and fairport harbor ohio you'll find a vast site called the morton's salt mine since 1959 the fairport harbor morton salt mine has been mining for rock salt, most commonly used to melt snow and ice on the roads. All right, that's oh, so it's not the salt you eat; it's mostly no. But I mean, it's a. Salt. I mean, I'm sure some of like they might process some of that to be used as table salt. Yeah. Ooh, people also well, ask. and it's the Morton salt mine. That's like Morton yeah. salt. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never even thought about that. Yeah, they can. They're just salty all the way around. It's their main export. But people also ask, how deep is the Lake Erie salt mine? And Oh, Lake Erie is the shallowest of the Great Lakes with a depth of about 56 feet near Cleveland. The salt mine lines about 1,800 feet, and it's under the lake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said that when I read about 2,000 feet under Lake Erie. Yep. But, you know, I know how you like to reiterate and yeah, you know, try out your sure fun people, accent. Yeah, I like to talk. In my fun uh, but accent. Also, uh, people also ask, uh, what? Is, where is the largest salt mine in the United States? Western New York and Central New York, location of American rock salt, 
largest operating salt mine in the United States with the capacity of producing up to 18,000 tons each day. Why would we need that much salt? Do we really use that much salt? Well, yeah, I mean, especially uh, like in the wintertime when a ton of it's getting dumped across all the roads in the country. I wonder when that salt is dissolved and like is transported via the, I would guess like rainwaters. Like the salt that gets thrown all over the place, like, and it just goes away. Like, I wonder if that ever returns to those mines. Like, there's some way that the salt is like. I mean, it just goes into, into the. Places. It just goes into the earth. Like, yeah, it's like a negligible amount compared to like what, what you would find in an actual like salt deposit or like a salt mine. I was just wondering, like, how how do the salt mines replenish salt? Like, does salt grow there, or is it just like uh, there's? It's just a finite amount. I mean, it's a mine. It's a mine. Like, you mine all of it that there is. Like, I'm sure it expands. Like, I'm sure it's like a huge uh, expanse of like salt deposits. Mm, but eventually, like, it's gonna run out of salt. I mean, potentially, but there's other places that you can get salt in the in the world like i'm sure there's i'm sure there's like hundreds of mines probably i just want to see what the salt mine looks like on the inside oh well this looks kind of cool like this is what i would expect it to look like like mountains of snow like the salt looks like mountains of snow all in like a rock formation it's like it's like a like something you would like a skier's dream you know <laughs> not really it's in a warehouse well it's not a warehouse it's underground but yeah but like a skier would have a good time like skiing down this it looks like it's the not alps a... or something yeah well no it's but not it's a salt it's not a mountain though yeah it's a hill i don't know if you can really ski on that very much yeah but uh, it's like a half pipe i mean you could do some skiing tricks on that i don't know I I'm just describing that, like, if you f took just a section of this and, like, photoshopped it out, like, cropped it out, or, like, keyed out the background, and you put, like, you put it, like, up in the mountains and put, like, fog around it, it would look like a mountain, like, you could snowboard down or ski down. I guess. Yeah. I'm just seeing it as a mountain. <laughs> that's that's what I mean, a salt that mine looks specific like, picture in a cave. Sure. I mean, that specific picture, I mean, that picture, it's all, like, being taken out in, like, blocks. Like, it's a geometric, like, adobe, yeah. like, village. I feel like this is not as accurate. This looks more like Minecraft. Like, I do they, know. I don't think people mine things in blocks like that. It like, looks like they did in that picture. <clears throat> that That picture looks like it was done with, like, a CNC machine. Yeah, if they probably had some kind of truck that, like... Yeah, that automatically our... drills out the salt and collects it. Yeah, which that's pretty sweet too. And this is very interesting. I don't think this is an actual salt mine. I think this is a diorama that somebody's made to fool us. <laughs> I mean, you can go back, like, look at the pictures of the Lake Erie, uh, like Morton Salt Mine. Yeah, I want to see what that one specifically looks like since that um that one's like very close to us martin salt yeah martin salt <laughs> mine is this it it's morton salt that's why no, no results came up well you know huh. maybe his brother marty like marty you know also has 
has a salt mine. Martin's. So Morton. Morton's salt mine. Salt mine. Salt mine. There's even a YouTube video of it that says Ohio's salt mine. Whoa. Storm Team 4 was there. Dang. That's a... I mean... If if nobody knows, that's like the number one team in the Navy SEALs. It looks pretty cool down there. You know? I think it would be fun. You know? We should go work in the salt mine. <laughs> I I feel like you and I walking into a salt mine would be like, like Zoolander in the mine where we... Uh, maybe not that bad. You, you don't think? Like... We would go in with like our our sleeves cut off with like a big pickaxe, like, and have everybody's working for the weekend playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I would be walking in like that. You have, <laughs> except we have like instead of having like the Indian paint like lines on our face, we have a P A S F on on there. I don't know why you would do that, but. You know, so we can represent your, the it, podcast. It's your prerogative. Well, you don't do that now, so I don't, you know. But if I was you a do salt in... miner, I would do it. Yeah? Yeah, because you know the guys down there need something to listen to. I guess. I wonder how much a salt miner makes. How much are we paying these people to give us salt? <laughs> Go. I don't know if it pays good, then I might have to move up to Cleveland and work there instead of uh, where I work now. I wonder if Cleveland has a salt mine like facility where they send people into the underside of Lake Erie to collect the salt for the town. <laughs> I'm sure they do. It's actually not that much more than I make, so huh. I, it wouldn't really be worth leaving, like going up to Cleveland. According to the resource, in 2011, the average median hourly wage for salt miners was 17.82, and 22.16 for hard rock miners. These figures indicate annual and median salaries between 37,060 and 44,010, which just between the statistics related to miners, in general, the extraction workers and helpers. Ah, uh, so yeah, they're not they're not doing too two grand i mean that that's pretty average it's it's not a bad wage you can you can do you can do pretty good yeah on that depending on where you live now if you're that's probably like really low if you're living in like yeah. a big city like new york or well LA. plus that says an average so yeah but you know i don't think there's many salt rock miners in la or new york so probably not the most common well the, job it said the places. it said the largest salt mine is in new york yeah, but I mean, like in New York City. Like well, no, the, yeah. obviously not. But yeah, and New York is New York is expensive to live in. Oh, there's a s list of salt mines in the United States. I bet they're all just one salt mine, and they connect in the middle, <laughs> like in the middle of the earth. Like the salt mines are like the veins of the earth with the salt running through it. The I don't salt, know. Maybe I mean because there's there. salt all through the ocean, so I'm. I'm sure there's salt like under the floor of the ocean, but yeah, and the mines are like sucking it into the ocean and out and pumping it through the earth, like the earth is like beating like a heart, you know. Sure. Yeah, and the, the earth. I'm is sure alive. that's exactly how it works. That's ex except it's yeah. happening really slow, which is yeah. why salt mines. Like we're like literally cleaning out like the salt transfer system of the earth when we take these the salt out of these mines. I'm making it up an entire new lore of how the earth works. 
Flat Earthers need to watch out. <laughs> we, we're going to need a whole Ryan's explanation of the Earth Wikipedia page at some point. I'm figuring out stuff. We're the whole explanation of the Earth on Wikipedia. We are very scientifically discovering out how the Earth works here on this podcast. I can tell you that right now. Totally. But, uh, yeah, I, I do want to know oh, how many there are, but we can at least look at what the top ten are. I wonder if you can, like, just visit these salt mines as, like, a as like a tourist a tourist attraction. Maybe. This first one looks like you. it would be cool to visit and see. The Cathedral of Salt? Yeah. That the, one? The Cathedral of Salt in Colombia. It's it just looks like it looks like a tourist attraction. It doesn't look like you would go in there to work. Like it's too artistically sculpted, you know. It says the it was walls. carved out of an active salt mine in 1950. So <clears throat> I don't know if it's an active one anymore. It probably is just a you know, it's probably just an exhibit now. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, most of these look like ex- like this looks like an exhibit. This looks like an ex- exhibit. The, the this does not look like an exhibit. You don't want to go here. We got the. I'm gonna try my hardest. <laughs> we Lixa salts mine <laughs> in Poland. I I feel like it might be more like <laughs> we Velichka, Velichka maybe. I like we Lixa because it's like we Lixa salt. There was one called Ass Salt Mine. Ass? Yeah, like a few up. You're it's right. an a, it says ass with an e at the end. Ass salt mine in Germany. Yeah, they, these these are some unfortunate names. Dankali. <laughs> Wait, what? Dankali. Yeah. In Ethiopia. That must be the dankest Ethiopia one. had, had many, many sons, sons and many sons had <laughs> Ethiopia. I love that tune, man. <laughs> I love that tune. I just I like the melody of that. It's just a good song. But you know, and and it's about Abraham. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, many sons had Father Abraham. We all know <laughs> it. This one's the Kura in Pakistan, and it says they turn out three hundred and twenty-five thousand tons of salt every year it's a lifetime it's its lifetime is estimated to be 20 or 220 million tons and that is isn't even a dent into the salt that's stored there whoa it's estimated uh to be 6.687 billion tons 748 uh feet deep with 11 stories the mine is filled with tunnels that run nearly half a mile into the mountain. Only 50% of what is mined is taken out. The other 50 is used as support columns in the enormous mine. So just from that one alone, it it seems like we're not going to run out of salt anytime soon. There's like enough salt there where you could drown in salt. Like you, your entire body could get covered in salt and you would never be found. Well, yeah, it's billions of tons. And you would be very preserved. I mean, a ton, <laughs> like two tons is typically what people say of like the the weight of a car is. That's one ton. So if you imagine 
220 million tons or over 6 billion tons for the whole thing. Like, I wonder how much Campbell's soup you could make with that. <laughs> Probably like a good amount of their stock. Yeah, I'm sure they could make all of it, but it, I'm sure it just goes to... And also, I think that's the the largest mine in the in the largest salt mine in the world. Uh, oh no, it says the second largest, and the Canadian one is the largest, I guess. The Sifto, but, it, but it's not as uh, it's not as high up on the list of the best though. So, I suppose that no, the, this is largest salt mines in the world. And uh, number one is Sifto Salt Mine in Ontario. Okay, so Sifto Salt Mine in Ontario is the granddaddy of the salt and mines. And it, it's uh, it's this. It says the salt was once deposited four hundred million years ago by an ocean that covered the Great Lakes basin. So, you know, it used to be an ocean, and then like, eventually the oceans like spread out, and the land sh- like contained what is now the Great Lakes. Yeah, that's why all that salt's down there. Wow, I I have one more thing that i need to know about salt and it's like because we've found multiple kinds of salt but i want to know what the difference between like rock salt that you would use outside is to like salt you would eat or put in food is it just the size or is it actually like the type of salt is it the wait this between rock salt and yeah like the salt that they use to throw outside is it like what makes that different from like salt that you would put in food or prepared well because like table salt has chlorine in it we which is what we learned well i guess all i guess all salt has chlorine in it but then also uh there's iodized salt which is what we put on food mostly there's kosher salt and iodized salt what if you tried to cook with rock salt though Oh yeah, rock salt and table, rock salt and table salt are both salts, and they both consist mostly of sodium chloride. The most obvi- obvious difference between them, the two, is that uh, the rock salt consists of larger grains than table salt, which is usually finely ground. So they they're not that different. You could use rock salt to like cook with. Well, yeah, I mean, that's how like salt just starts as like a rock. And then, like, <clears throat> so the stuff that I put on my porch, I could take that and cook a meal with. I that. mean, technically, you you probably wouldn't. You know, it's probably like dirty and stuff. Like they, it's probably oh. unprocessed. You know, because it's just in its rock form. Oh it's, yeah, it's just chips of rock that have come straight from a mine. Oh yeah, it's mm. not processed like like table salt is. Gotcha. Yeah, it's not clean. It never looks clean. Oh man, were you a fan of rock candy when you were a kid? It's fine. I always like looked forward to it whenever I saw it because it's like it's not everywhere. Like you only see it at certain stores, and like when you when you did like when you do see it, you always get excited because it's like the best of those obscure candies like that they only have like sometimes like Bitto honey and that kind of crap. Like yeah, like the old school candies. Yeah, it's in my opinion, it's like the best of the old school candies. And it, it looks like rock salt on a stick. But Yeah. Except it's colored. Except yeah, it's colored and it's it's basically just pure rock like sugar, like crystal sugar. 
It is. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that's a classic candy that everybody... <laughs> it's it's so classic. It's so simple. Probably... Like, how do they make that? I don't know, but not with salt. You're right. <laughs> but it sure looks like salt. I'm just I'm just reminiscing to the old times about the my childhood and seeing the candies. Yeah, it's pretty good. Loved and enjoyed. You know what I was thinking of though. What were you thinking of? Since we have a what's the difference between let's go what's the difference between kosher salt and iodized salt? The Where's that at? You got to search for it. Oh. It is called people also search for, Ryan. I forgot that we searched for things on this podcast. Okay, what's the difference between kosher salt and iodized salt? Just in case the people were wondering. From healthline.com. The main difference between regular salt and kosher salt, the structure of the flakes. The chefs find that the kosher salt, due, well, that went into a weird place, <laughs> <laughs> due to its large flake size, is easier to pick up with your fingers and spread over food. However, kosher salt is likely to contain additives like anti-caking agents and iodine. Oh. So, kosher salt has large flakes. Yeah. But it, con- it contains additives. So, the additives make the flakes larger i guess yeah and it just it's, it it allows them to have bigger chunks of salt i so so it's a little less maybe a little less processed or a little more processed a little more processed mm-hmm. they got to process it a little more because if you're keeping kosher you gotta have kosher salt i didn't really know what the difference was w- one of the people also asked questions is what's special about kosher salt and then one is what salt is better, iodized or not? Because kosher people need to keep kosher by <laughs> kosher being salt. blessed by a rabbi. <laughs> kosher salt is often recommended by TV chefs because it has less intense, or it has a less intense and more pure salty taste, and because it's easier to pick up the crystals and toss them into the pot. <laughs> I wonder if that's the kind of salt that one guy that like tossed salt onto his elbow and dropped it oh, onto salt like the... Oh, salt Yeah, salt I bay. think that's like rock salt. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, like it's like it's crushed, but it's still like rock, like little rock salt. Yeah, but still probably not the kind that is used on your driveway. It's probably like a filtered rock salt. Yeah, it says, by the way, kosher salt is called so because of uh, its role in the process for preparing foods such as meat accord- meats according to the Jewish tradition. Yeah, it needs to be blessed by a rabbi before leaving the processing plant. That's usually what kosher things are. They need to be blessed. Mm. And So it's holy salt. And I think like certain of them need to be a certain level of uh, like quality. Like I feel like if you get a Hebrew National kosher hot dog, it's way better than just like a regular like beef, like pork and beef or like whatever's thrown in there, pork hot dog. The Hebrew Nationals are amazing, dude. Yeah, they're pretty good. But <clears throat> pretty salty. I don't know. I I think all processed meat is salty. Yeah, I love it. For that's it. its nature. But we've searched for a lot of things about salt, so is there any uh 
Is there any last uh, final searches that we didn't think of? Like we we started at the fundamentals of like what is salt, and then like where do we find salt, and you know what what do we use it for, and what makes you salty? Yeah, I mean, did we cover all the salt based topics? Could there be another topic that has to do with salt? Jacob, we didn't talk about the salt that comes from your body. Yeah, we just we talked a little bit about how there's salt in your body, but you know. how does it come out? I don't know if this is what we want. We want to Oh, Healthline Healthline.com. Why is sweat salty? Can I sweat too much or too little? And Yes, I think sweating is the main way that salt comes out of your body. Me too. So we could uh, we could find out. Why is sweat salty? Sweat is mostly... <laughs> I, I know you want me to read this because it's right <laughs> at the end. Why is sweat salty? Well, I'm going to tell you why sweat is salty. Sweat is, the most, sweat is mostly water that your body produces to cool down. The kind of sweat is produced by the eccrine glands located largely around your armpits, foreheads, the soles of your feet, and the palms of your hands. Wow. Okay, so it's because there's like eccrine it's glands. eccrine glands, and uh, within watery eccrine sweat fluids are numerous other components, including sodium Na, proteins, urea, ammonia. You don't want to have urea in your salt because that would mean that you're eating pee. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. Well, it does say the waste product is made by your liver when it pr- processes protein. Yeah. So it's kind of like pee. It's released in sweat to keep it from building up to, to toxic levels. Yeah. So that's essentially like when you sweat out like like fucking booze or like like a bunch of like if you ate a bunch of onions or garlic or something like it comes out in your sweat. <clears throat> it's fucking nasty. Yeah. Now, like your sweat doesn't taste, it doesn't taste, doesn't taste and or smell like like urine, but there is urea in it. But imagine like well, you... urea is not the same thing as urine, though. Yeah, but it's in there. What gives? I don't know what makes urine smell. <laughs> but if, imagine if your sweat smelled like that, how embarrassing it would be to work out. Everybody, the gym would smell like cat pee. I mean it. The gym already doesn't smell great. Yeah, but if it was filled with urea and ammonia, it would smell even worse. <laughs> that's the stuff that's in your eccrine gland, which is where your sweat comes from. So technically, that is what the gym smells like. Yeah, but like, <laughs> if it was more intense, like your sweat smelled like it had that much in there where it smelled of pee, the gym would be even a worse experience. Any sweaty place would. The track field, man. Any sports stadium. Like, it'd be just smelling like pee everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Yeah, I don't know why it would necessarily smell like pee. I don't know it would be worse if it was, like, smelling like pee everywhere. Or if, like, the entire earth was <laughs> covered in flames and the ocean dried up and everyone was dead. I would say the latter. <laughs> really? Yeah, that'd probably be worse. Mm. So you think- Your body also produces stress sweat <laughs> from apocrine glands, 
These are found in the largest concentrations in your armpit, chest, and groin area. They're also glands responsible for your body odor, in parentheses, B.O. <laughs> <laughs> Food and exercise also affect your sweat. When you what what you eat and the intensity of your workouts can also affect how much you sweat and how much salt is in your sweat. The more salt you eat, the saltier your sweat tastes. <gasps> Whoa! Holy crap, Ryan. We're learning up a storm here on people also search for. Your body needs to get rid of all the salt somehow. Sweat is your body's foremost process of salt removal so that it can maintain a healthy weight and blood pressure. Hmm. So if you do eat too much salt like we were talking about at the beginning, you know, like some of it you'll just sweat out because you feel like you're having a stroke and you just (laughs) sweat a bunch of fucking nasty salt out of your pores. Yeah. Although, like, I, I, I guess, like, Smelling salty is not as bad as like smelling like urine. So there, there's that positive in that. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to smell like urine, man. The benefits of a sweating. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the benefits of sweat. <laughs> the benefits of sweating. Sweat isn't always comfortable, especially if you're sweating buckets before an important meeting or during a hot, stuffy commute. But sweating has numerous benefits, including clearing your skin pores of dirt, bacteria, and other substances that may be clogging your pores, cleansing bacteria, building up your skin by binding microbes to the compounds in sweat called glycoproteins, and washing skin off your sk- washing them off your skin, not the skin off your skin, also known by the cool term microbial adhesion. All right, you also got lowering your risk of developing kidney stones, removing toxic heavy metals, removing toxic chemicals, and... You know, that's all you got. That's all you get. That's all you get is those things. <laughs> but you have some downsides of sweating. Which, of course, you know, if there's something good, which is, you know, it's cooling your body off after a nice workout, there's got to be some downsides of it, you know. Um, but sweating can also have downsides. Here are some more bothersome symptoms of sweating that may result from dietary lifestyle choices or an underlying condition. Ah, oh, this is where it gets weird. <laughs> These are like the different ways your sweat can be. Yeah, acidic, stinky. <laughs> There's actually a term called stinky sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Sting. Well, these are just the different conditions from sweating. Uh See, and then you also have stinging, salty sweat, means like been, painful. which means you've been consuming too much salt. Fish smelling sweat or urine, often a sign of trimethylaminuria. Trimethylaminuria. <laughs> trimethylaminuria. This happens when your body can break down the compound <laughs> trimethylene, so it's released directly in your sweat, resulting in a fishy over. Oh, so, you know, so your. Fish smelling sweat or urine. So now just try and do that for like an entire hour. No, Ryan. No. Understand what it's like. I don't have to because I didn't lose the fucking dumb rock paper Yeah, you did. Yeah, you fucking loser. Let me down. And ex sweating, ex sweating, ex sweating, sweating, ex sweating, sweative or hyperhydro. I'm sorry, everyone. We sure have an ex-sweating podcast for you today. Excessive sweating, known as hyperhidrosis, is a condition that means you sweat a lot. Mm. And I think I have that, Ryan. Yeah? I sweat a lot. You do? 
when you're nervous or just all the time? Uh, not all the time, but if I'm doing anything physical, I like sweat a lot. Like, like, you know. uh, do you think you could like gather enough sweat to fill up maybe like a cup? I, I don't know. I, it, it's just, I know that I feel like I'm, you know, dripping sweat when other people that are doing the same thing are not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, sometimes my hands get a little sweaty, especially when I'm enjoying a, a, a an intense video game. Maybe. Do you put down that controller and my hands are all slippery and slick with sweat? Do you drink a lot of liquid so you have a lot to excrete? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you drink a lot or no. Like, it doesn't matter if I drink the a lot. Where does sweat come or... from then? I would think you would run out eventually. Well, no, then you just get. I mean, yeah, you could. Yeah, exactly. So I could just get dehydrated way easier. So if yeah, so if you sweat a lot, like if you have that condition, then you have to drink more water to fill back up your tanks. You know. Yeah, and I do. Dang, that's like. I wonder if it's similar to like the uh, the people that have like a small bladder. Like, does your body just hold on to like less? like less water so it like it leaves your body sooner kind of like i guess so like it just can't hold on to it as long that's that's interesting i don't know if that's how it works but if it is but all i know is just because you're sweating a lot doesn't mean that you're losing any more salt than the rest of us uh no probably not i doubt it i you know, I, I'm sure I eat plenty enough salty snacks that I I'm I'm not I'm not low on salt. Plus, I don't ever get like dizzy or like seizures or whatever. So though, I think I'm good. You know, let's let's say that I I need to know this before we we head on out of here. It's like we've been talking about so much salt, but we need to know what's the saltiest snack. Hmm, that's a good final question to ask the old internet it's my favorite part of salt and i need to know what the best salty like what the saltiest snack is oh <laughs> <laughs> of course it's the same it's the, a- it's the aha's six top <laughs> those aren't really snack i mean i guess a sandwich is a snack how I mean, you can this? go to Men's Health and see the 10 saltiest foods. What's the top saltiest snack? Stupid AHA. They've destroyed the SEO results. The ten. Okay, we'll just do the 10 saltiest foods from Men's Health. <laughs> Bread, number one is the saltiest Breads food. and rolls. Mm. <laughs> Deli and meat. Ro- this is the same exact thing. <laughs> And pr- poultry is also was also on there, except we have these ones, which are the ones I would think are the saltiest ones: salty snacks, pretzels, chips, popcorn, meat dishes, pasta dishes, and cheese. But I just want to know what like what's America's salt snack? What's the top <laughs> snack? What is? I don't understand. Like what you're not? What's the most popular salty snack in America? Let's. The 25 most popular snacks in America. I know. I want, like, salt snacks, though. That's wow. pretty specific. Like, it, it's kind of like asking what's America's favorite potato chip because those are, like, the saltiest snack. Mm. 
Mine sun chips. <laughs> I I don't know. My sun chips are good. That's the only chips I really like. I would like a kettle chip once in a while. Really? America's f- f- like favorite chip is Ruffles? Ruffles cheddar and sour cream? I mean... <laughs> Really? Is that offensive to you? I, no, I, mean, I just would never have guessed that. Like that the saltiest, like the number one chip, and it's not maybe not the saltiest, but it's in the salty food category. The number one is Ruffles. Cool. I'm glad it's not Lay's because Lay's fucking suck. Yeah, like original Lay's are not that good. But I would think I would think like Doritos would be more popular than Ruffles. Like, I you know I don't know. I I, I my favorite is like kettle chips. You know, but that's after uh, Sun Chips, so. Yeah, kettle chips are good. and Got to have that crunch. That's why I don't like Lay's. Kettle corn is good, and that's salty and sweet. Yeah. I could use me some kettle corn right now. If I had to pick a snack for the moment, in my number one, it would be kettle corn in this very moment, but I like a lot of snacks, and we could talk, have an entire show on snacks. Oh, and maybe we will. Maybe not next time, but. We will, I think. But for now, it seems like we had a thorough search of salt. and Yeah, I understand it a lot better. I didn't know that they were huge mines. Oh, well, now you do. Now everyone else in the world does. Thanks to people, people also, also search, search for. for. The People Also Search For podcast. <laughs> Sponsored by People Also Search For. Yes, Ryan yes, yes. And stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs>